Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Thank you for joining me on Facebook Live. It is Tuesday. I want to thank my friends at Flemington Car and Truck for sponsoring this conversation every week on the show. Uh, what a uh, what a day we had. We had a busy, busy morning. So many phone calls, so many people wanting to vent about what they're upset about. Let me just say a couple of things. First of all, I've got an article at nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia clearly outlining why there has been a reluctance among scholars, prosecutors, law enforcement, etc., to ever invoke the words insurrection and sedition when it comes to protests. Hi, Amy. How are you? Uh, yes, I will continue to be the voice of reason. Thank you for being a, uh, a top fan and a supporter, Amy. Appreciate you very much. Um, and by the way, for those of you who are worried about Twitter and everything else, I am now on connectzing.com. So follow me there. Uh, but follow me on Twitter as well. Follow me on all these platforms. This conversation continues and we are going to keep the fight. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Pete. Um, you know, we were talking about uh, sedition and insurrection. These terms are being misapplied when it comes to what happened in Washington last week. And sadly, we have a legislature that even if that is what was going on, which it wasn't, but let's just say for a minute, why are these legislators, especially the Republicans, like Declan O'Scanlan and uh, who's the other one, Chris Brown, voting with the Democrats, asking Trump to uh, step down and resign? Why are they spending time on that? Have you heard Declan O'Scanlan or Chris Brown or any of these clowns in Trenton, outside of a couple? Jay Weber's been great in the assembly. Um, you know, John DeMeo's been great. Eric Peterson, Mike Doherty, Mike Testa. That's it. Can you name any more? Oh, Serena Damaso. She's been great, too. Uh, yes, Lori, delete Twitter. That's fine. Uh, follow me on connectzing.com and LinkedIn. And, of course, on Facebook. You can't friend me on Facebook. I'm at my 5,000 limit. What you can do is follow my page, and you'll see all the stuff that, uh, uh, that I have to say. So, so let's talk about it, right? We've got a legislature that is focused on berating President Trump, wanting him to resign, even though he's got literally 10 days left in office. And they're doing that for political theater and show. What you saw in Washington was political theater. A million people marched on Washington peacefully. A few bad actors went into the Capitol. And I have asked this question many times and there's been no answer. Why, why, why were there so many reports of Black Lives Matter leaders and Antifa leaders there? I'm not saying that Black Lives Matter and Antifa organized that protest run into the Capitol. No, actually, the better question about what happened in the Capitol is why did the Capitol Police open the doors, open the gates? Why did that happen? So, and, and then when you think about sedition and, and, and insurrection, let me give you the quick talking points on this. You've got to have something that's organized focused on toppling government and attacking officers of the state. Every act of vandalism against federal property does not rise to the level of sedition and insurrection. Every attack on a police officer does not rise to the level of insurrection and sedition. This is not what should be talked about in Washington. Because, Vanny, to your point, uh, Chris Christie is a moron. I honestly don't give him any credence or credibility. Uh, the, 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 he's totally irrelevant. He's never going to be a credible candidate for president. The guy's a loser. Ignore him. That's what I do. Now, on the other side, excuse me, back to what I was saying. To rise to the level of sedition and insurrection, you might say that someone might violently take over full city blocks, burn down a police precinct, and declare they are autonomous from the United States. 
Hmm, when did that happen? Let me think for a second. Oh, I know, in Seattle over the summer. And these same crooked politicians that are condemning President Trump did nothing. Now, on the side of whether President Trump incited the riot. What? He gave two separate speeches in two separate videos calling for peaceful protests. Here's the problem. What's happened is that the peaceful protests have been lumped in with some of the violence. And now what you have is an excuse from some law enforcement, not my buddies who are wearing the uniform, proudly representing the New Jersey State Police and municipalities all over the state, but corrupt, morally bankrupt people like Colonel Pat Callahan, shame on Pat Callahan, standing in line with Gabir Graywall and Governor Murphy in an intimidation. Talk about using government and police power to intimidate people. They are intimidating people to stay home on Sunday so that you don't get involved in any protest, conflating peaceful protests with violent action. This is totally unacceptable. Pat Callahan should resign immediately. He is a disgrace to the uniform that he is wearing. Governor Murphy, for his part, is a disgrace to the office he holds. Why do I say that? Because Governor Murphy is using what happened in Washington. He's using these false metrics, which we know are totally inaccurate of the rate of spread. Anytime you hear that on the news, totally dismiss it. It is absolute garbage. Thank you, Liz, appreciate you. Here's why it's garbage, because the rate of infection would come from people reporting where they got infected, how they got it, and it presumes that the PCR test itself is accurate. Well, first of all, we're testing 40,000 healthy people every single day in this state. You're gonna get more positive tests. We know from the governor that 75% of the people who are asked to comply with contact tracing are not doing it. So we have no accurate information whatsoever. There is no way to determine where people are getting sick from because most people are not getting sick. COVID is cold. COVID is cold. Think about that for a minute. 20% of the common colds that impact Americans every year come from coronavirus. The fact that they called it novel coronavirus and are acting like we have some horrific health crisis on our hands is total BS, total BS. And let me tell you why, because it has a 99.9% survival rate. And let me tell you something. Oh, that's a good point, Maddie. Let me tell you about the flu. So flu, reported flu cases from the CDC on December 28th, 2019 topped 7,000. Top 7,000. You're welcome, Salvatore. I'll keep fighting. Don't worry. December 28th, 2020, 36 reported flu cases. You want to know why? The hospitals don't get paid on the flu. They get paid on COVID. So we are testing people who go into the hospital with a broken arm and calling it COVID. And you don't have to take my word for it. Go look at what other states have done. Fire Spadia. No, it's Jake. It's Fire Bill Spadia. Make sure you get the hashtag right. Thank you, Sharon. Remember, if you're upset, I want you to write a strongly worded letter to management. You can tag at NJ1015 and at Town Square Media in your tweets, in your Facebook posts, and make sure you use the hashtag Fire Bill Spadia. Hey, Alyssa. Yeah, you don't have to listen. Exactly, right? Uh, hey, Jeff. Uh, yeah, it's so funny, right? We uh, we look at, wait, oh, okay, hold on. You know, it's hard to, you guys are, it's so fast and furious today. I'm sorry I don't get to all the comments, but I'm recording this on my phone because management yelled at me. They didn't like the lighting when I did it on my laptop. But when I was on my laptop, I could actually read more of the comments. Rose, don't worry about it. I will continue speaking truth. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, John. Thank you, Linda. Love you too. You guys are great. Look, I love all of you. 
because you, you, you are the backbone of this state. And let me tell you something that I had a conversation with Jonathan Gillum, who is a former Navy SEAL, counterterrorism expert, former FBI special agent. We talked about the violence at the Capitol. A couple things came out of that. Number one, we absolutely dismiss the nonsense, the conspiracy theories, and the lies coming from this so-called QAnon, QAnon, whatever this Q stuff is. Don't listen to it, dismiss it. It's crap, it's propaganda, and it's been labeled as pro-Trump, it's not. I don't know what kind of weird stuff came from this bizarre um, chat site called 4chan, but please don't listen to the conspiracy theories. It's like Alex Jones and all this crazy stuff. Stop it, listen to the real stuff, and that's what I'm gonna give you. I talk to experts, I talk to medical experts, doctors, infectious disease specialists, law enforcement professionals, FBI, etc. Do not, do not, do not follow along with this QAnon nonsense. That's number one. Number two, we talked about the utter colossal failure of the Capitol Police to prevent people. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate you listening. Thank you, Marilyn. Um, the, 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 the absolute failure of law enforcement in the Capitol to prevent the, the ralliers from getting in there. And that's how it got out of control. Now, were the Antifa folks that were there, Black Lives Matter, who were pictured and videotaped being there, were they part of it? I don't know. I don't know. But it's a question that should be asked, right? That's a question that needs to be asked. The second question is, why did the Capitol Police open the doors? The third question is, <clears throat> why is it that no one called out the absolute obvious insurrection and sedition taking place all over this country all summer long. Black Lives Matter, Antifa, they got away with it. The damn governor marched with these guys. He marched with them and then excused them for breaking all the COVID protocols that has you under lock and key. It is time to fight back. And as my friend Jonathan Gillen pointed out, here's how we fight back. Forget Twitter and Facebook. Uh, join me on Connect Zing. Join me on LinkedIn. Stay tuned to the show, Town Square and 101.5. Do not believe in censorship. So I have a mic and I will continue to come to you live every Tuesday here on Facebook and every day on the show, 6 to 10 a.m. Plus my website, BillSpadia.com, which feeds right into my show site, which is NJ1015.com slash BillSpadia has all of the facts you need to fight back. Here's what you got to do. You want an action item? Make one friend and let them understand the facts that you know. And then turn those two friends, you and the other, into five friends. And turn those five friends into 20. Because two are stronger than one. Five is stronger than two. 20 is stronger than five. And 100 is stronger than 20. And what do I mean by that? We have to keep going. We have to express our free speech. We have to show up at some of these rallies. We have to let our voices be heard. Do not let the superintendent of the state police and the governor intimidate you from expressing your right to voice your grievances against your government in a peaceful manner. That's what the First Amendment guarantees. Shame on Colonel Pat Callahan. Shame on Attorney General Gabir Graywall. Shame on Judy Persichilli. Shame on Governor Murphy. Shame on all of the Republicans outside of the five or six that I mentioned in the legislature who have allowed Governor Murphy to walk all over us. And any Republican who's running for governor that didn't have the guts to support President Trump in 2016 
2016, knowing that we were fighting a fight to get our economy back on track from the eight years of Obama expanding government does not deserve your vote. No, I will not be voting for Jack Cittarelli for governor. I don't think Hirsch Singh can beat him in the primary, and I am not a candidate in 2021. I'm going to be very clear with you. I have a contract with New Jersey 101.5, and I believe in honoring my commitments. That's number one. Number two, I am concerned that if I leave this post, if I leave this microphone and jump into the campaign for governor, what's going to happen is all the stealing, all the fraud, all the nonsense will be an overwhelming amount and there'll be nobody on the microphone to call them out. I mean, come on, look at my fill-ins when I'm on vacation. Do you think that anybody that's filled in for me would speak up for you the way I do? No chance. My disclaimer is I don't pick who fills in for me. And I'm not disparaging them, not knocking them. They're decent radio hosts. That's not the issue. The issue is that most radio hosts see their job as being a host and being entertaining and just having a conversation about whatever, right? Thank you, Jennifer. I see it as a mission. I see it as a mission to get the truth out to you where the media won't do it. The so-called journalists out there won't ask the tough questions. I will. The so-called journalists out there won't do the research. I will. The so-called journalists out there won't call the governor out on this fake PCR test and this fake metric of the rate of infection. I will. So therefore, I am going to stay right here at the mic. Now, I've got a contract that goes for the next two years. And uh, God willing, I will extend that and go longer. Now, will I be a candidate in the future? I'm going to leave that door open uh, because you never know what my role is supposed to be. Uh, Lynn, yes, Doug Steinhardt dropped out because he's a wimp. And Doug, I'm sorry, you're a friend of mine, uh, but you're a wimp. You know, you, 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 you back down. You could have been a voice of the people. You failed. Jack Cittarelli's a bum. I, I, he's not going to get my vote, and, uh, and I don't think he should get yours either. Now, Phil Murphy's a bum too, so I, I don't know what we do. You know, it'd be nice if we could have a write-in campaign of somebody who was out there thoughtful that just can't get out there and be a full-time candidate, but we don't have anybody. So don't worry. I'm going to tell you something. The way we take our state back is we fight at the school board level. We fight at the assembly level. We fight at the county freeholder level, whatever now they call it county director. Ah, who cares? It's so nonsense. They actually said the freeholder word was racist. You can't keep up with all the silliness and stupidity, but we have to fight. We have to fight in our own homes. Stop letting people come to dinner at your house wearing a mask. That's where it starts. Take the damn mask off. That's where it starts. No, Maris, I don't see a civil war coming at this juncture. Someday in the future, maybe. I don't know. But I will tell you this. As long as I'm breathing, as long as I have a mic, you have a voice. And if there are more of us, there are more of us who have these, the strength to voice our opinion, to fight back, we're going to be just fine. <clears throat> there are more of us than them. Don't forget that. And let me tell you what I mean by that. I mean white, black, brown, women, men, people who work hard every day to put food on their table, raise their kids, and have a functioning home. Those people, black, brown, white, and everything in between, deserve a voice. And let me tell you who does not give us a voice. These corrupt elites like Murphy and Bezos and the rest of them. There's only one person out there, two actually, who have actually taken their billions and been a voice for us. Donald Trump is one of them. Love him or hate him as president. Love or hate him on his Twitter. I don't care. That's not the issue. 
It's actually, Tim, it's not a station for lost Trumpers. We are the number one station in New Jersey. My ratings share, just so everyone knows, when they tell you that nobody listens, more than a million and a half people are listening. You know how I know? Our share of the market has doubled in a year. Doubled. So, there are more of us than them. And the rich elites are coming after you, you and your freedoms, your church, your school, and everything in between, your small business, because it doesn't fit their narrative. Because people like Jeff Bezos make money no matter what. The lockdowns have only helped the extremely wealthy. Let me tell you something. Do you think Twitter and Facebook are about capitalism and private property? That is a complete bunch of horse crap. There's no way that that is true at all. Why do I say that? Because can you imagine the cell phone company denying you a cell phone because they don't like the way you voted in Congress or denying you a cell phone or a phone number because they don't like your position that you've taken on any number of issues? It's ridiculous. Some of the worst people in the world, including the Ayatollah in Iran, who advocates for the extermination of Jewish people. This guy is a disgusting, disgusting terrorist sympathizer and funder, yet he has a Twitter account. So you tell me how a guy like that, Louis Farrakhan, who clearly does not have, uh, does not have any problem saying things that are totally anti-white and racist, but guess what? They all have a Twitter account. President of the United States doesn't. Guys, it's not about private property. We have decided as a society that we've embraced social media as one of the main ways we communicate. Dennis and Judy are on 10 to 2. Listen to Dennis and Judy. They are strong voices for you as well. I won't speak to anyone else. I never say anything negative about anybody that works for our station, but I will tell you the positive. Dennis and Judy are fantastic and deserve uh, to be listened to, uh, except after I'm done this, and I'll be done in a couple of seconds, and then you can head over to Dennis and Judy on New Jersey 101.5. Twitter and Facebook have become the main way we communicate. To take President Trump down is nothing short of a tyrannical move on the part of these corrupt elites who nobody elected to power. They should not have the power to usurp the Bill of Rights. Matt Gates, congressman of Florida, had a great uh, tweet yesterday saying that Twitter's rules, the Twitter rules, that cover the engagement on Twitter should not usurp the Bill of Rights. Period, end of sentence. They're a platform, you have a right to be on it. But I fully expect that eventually we'll be thrown off. And uh, you know, just so you know, like we, uh, this fight is real. Uh, I get death threats, I've had threats against my wife, I've had threats against my children. I've had to report multiple threats to law enforcement. I, uh, I, I have had complaints filed against me against the, uh, with the FCC. They write letters to corporate all the time. Uh, people want to shut my voice down. And uh, thank you, Patricia. Uh, what I had said earlier, if you're just joining me, I'm not running for governor for one, well, for several reasons. Number one, I have a contract with New Jersey 101.5, which I am going to honor. And the reason I'm going to honor it is because I am on a mission to make sure that you have a voice. If I lost this mic and moved into being a candidate, all of a sudden now you are subject to all the other liars in the media that are so corrupt, they would come after you and your voice would be so quieted. Your voice, not mine, because I speak for you and I'm here to help you and fight for you. They're going to try to shut us down. We're not going to let them. So for now, I need to stick to this mic, and I'm not a candidate for governor in 2021, and I hope you understand why. 
because we have to turn the state around, not by just electing a governor in 2021. Honestly, if it's Jack Cittarelli, the state's going to go backward. He's not going to help us. I don't think there's any Republican out there that actually understands what you and I understand. I wanted Serena Damaso to run. I wanted Mike Darty to run, but uh, they declined for whatever reason they have. And, and I've got to respect their personal opinion and position. Um, but I, I really... You know, I'm not in a position to run this year for the reasons I stated. So listen, hang with me. Over the next couple of years, the plan is going to be clear as to how we take this state back. But I implore you, get involved. Get involved. There's a group called Arise NJ run by my friend, Pastor Phil Rizzo. It is all about grassroots, running for school board, running for mayor. These are the things. I will be starting an organization shortly, which I'll have an announcement about hopefully in the next six months. Um to do just that. We are going to start to raise money and help some of these candidates that are out there. We are fighting every day. Yes, Kurt, I will stay on the mic. You deserve a voice. And right now I realize I seem to be the only voice of common sense out there, certainly among the talking heads and media outlets in New Jersey. So I will continue on this path. We will fight, fight, fight. And I'll tell you this, at some point, you're going to see guys like Mike Doherty, Mike Testa, and others, Serena Damaso, John DeMeo, Eric Peterson, rise to the level where they're going to be able to have a greater voice. But only if I stay on this mic to continue to promote common sense and facts over fear. Thank you for all your comments today, Katie. Uh, Kathy, thank you. Uh, Kurt, thank you. I appreciate that very much, Kurt. And uh, Franco, thank you. The bars are going to be open soon. It's all going to happen. Hey, listen, real quick. Go to the website, nj1015.com slash billspadia. I am back on stage April 10th. I got two shows at the Basie Center with my buddy Michael Martocci, Dean Schneider, and the old Blue Eyes Orchestra. We are back to support local entertainment, these artists that have been out of work for months on end. I'm stepping out. We're going to have a great show. Tickets are limited because of these BS COVID protocols, but we got 150 tickets for sale for each show. Get online now, buy your tickets, see me at the Basie in April, and uh, more to come. This fight continues. Thank you, everyone. I, uh, I could sit and talk to you for hours, but I got to keep going. I'll be on Buck Sexton's show later today, and on Thursday, 4 to 5, I have my regular hour on Newsmax. Uh, you're welcome, Amy. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. You guys take care. Uh, we will... Uh, we will continue to fight. Uh, Lynn, thank you. Rosa, thank you. We'll continue to fight. Don't let them destroy your position by calling you a bigot and a racist. This is not about race. This is not about party. This is about people who are trying and struggling to earn a living, raise their families, and just carve out some time for themselves and their family, whether you're black, brown, white, or everything in between. Men, women, all of us are in the same boat crushed by what the governor and the, his elite cronies have done to our businesses, our families, and our schools, and our churches. We're being crushed by that. It is time to fight back. All right, I'll be on uh, Buck Sexton at 345 today, and, uh, and then Newsmax on Thursday, 4 to 5. And, of course, back on the air tomorrow, 6 to 10 a.m. on New Jersey, 101.5. Make sure you go to the website, read the articles, and click on the links to all the facts. nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. Have a great day. I'll see you soon. Bye.